I'm all about low prices, but not in a cheap way, of course. I have this weird best value superpower. You name it, I can tell you exactly where to go. You need beer? Total Wine and More. Feeling like wine? Duh. Total Wine and More. Whether I'm spicing up game night or I'm grilling with my friends, Total Wine and More always has exactly what I need. Hey, Ron, your best value superpower is called Total Wine and More, and we are now open in Reston. Click the banner or visit TotalWine.com slash go dash Reston for more savings at our Reston store. Store. All right, here we go. Yo, what's up? Once again, it's a Sunday night. We're recording. We're not live this week, but that's all right. It's the Lou Capetta Show with Jay Burke. I'm Lou. And I'm Jay. And today, man, we got uh, we got some stuff to discuss, man. I uh, I know I was I, I, I sent you something um, over the weekend. And, yeah, it's uh, a good reading. Yeah, I told you, <laughs> told you to read it. And um, did, you, you read it, right? You read it? I, I did it. It was uh, it, it was uh, thrilling stuff. You know what I mean. It was about uh, <laughs> our man Nails Lenny Dykstra and Lenny the Dykstra. Uh, and the <laughs> and the uh, unforeseen end of his relationship with Charlie Sheen. So uh, <laughs> I don't know how that uh, how they didn't ride off into the sunset together, but you know. Charlotte. So for for those of you listening. Who don't know what we're talking about? And the Hollywood Reporter. I actually, um, <clears throat> I heard this uh, about this article on the Dan Lebatard show. He was actually reading it I, on Trade Deadline Day, NBA Trade Deadline Day, and he was reading some of the excerpts from it. And uh, so, I, I just the title alone, I had to, I had to figure it out. So, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about. There's an article uh, in The Hollywood Reporter, and the title is Hollywood's Most Toxic Bromance, The Implosion of Charlie Sheen and Lenny Dykstra. If, for those, if you don't know baseball, if you don't know who Lenny Dykstra is, he's basically, um, he was on the 86 Mets. He, right. uh, he had a nice little career. He was, uh, won a World Series right. with the Mets. He had a nice little time in philadelphia he retired at 33 and then after baseball, he was like a he's... shittier version of pete rose yeah not that he's bad that yeah. You and... it's like, yeah it's like a very very uh modest pete rose type you know what i mean he had that passion baseball skill wise uh, personality yeah. wise he's probably on par with pete rose because he, he really is a fucking scumbag oh yeah uh yeah. actually i read um I think it's in that article. They said Newsday actually once news New York Newsday, the newspaper, a legit newspaper, mm-hmm. actually what's called him a scumbag. So after his career, he's done a whole bunch of fucking shit. He's an ex-con. He hustled a bunch of people right. out of money. He was at, at one time worth fifty-eight million dollars because he swindled a bunch of people out of money. Right. And this whole in about time, a year, I think he went bankrupt. To the tune of like thirty-one million dollars. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. In one year, I mean, that's like an eighty. That's a net loss of like eighty million dollars <laughs> in one year, and that takes talent. Yeah, 
He's even better than Pete Rose when it comes to losing yep. money. Oh my god! And uh, this man, um, so he's he's basically been the Charlie Sheen of the baseball world, and lo and behold, all this time, he's been buddies with Charlie Sheen since 1993. They said I had no clue. I didn't. I never saw like a picture. I never. I mean, it makes sense once it happened. Once you read the article, you're like, that makes total sense. Right. <laughs> right. Well, what what surprised what surprised you more was the fact that that Charlie Sheen and Lenny Dykstra were friends, <laughs> or that you did that you didn't know that that you were surprised that they were friends. Like, <laughs> it surprised me more that I I never put two and two together. And just, right. I was gonna oh, say. It's exactly what I was going to say, like, that I didn't just put together that these two definitely, uh, you know, were simpatico, because um, it just makes total sense, man. It's like, who, like, who else would Charlie Sheen be friends with other than this guy? Yeah, I mean, well, he can't, he can't pal around, even the people on the set who are, like, messed up, I mean, they're not, nobody's Charlie Sheen messed up. Lenny Dykstra is close. Baseball, Charlie Sheen messed up. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so even, told me even the fucking. If you go to HollywoodReporter.com, you can Google. Um, now, there's a lot of articles about this now, but if you Google uh, Lenny Dykstra, Charlie Sheen, Hollywood Reporter, and the fucking picture that they have up on the site when you click on the article is like Lenny Dykstra. looking like a dirt bag up against the wall smoking a cigarette. It's 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 like the perfect storm of shit that it, it was like somebody wrote this article to just have us fucking laugh at these douchebags because that's what? like what I feel like is I couldn't even make that up like that's how I would picture Lenny Dykstra standing. Well, what I liked about the whole thing is like it's only Dykstra's point of view, right? So <laughs> right, right. Like Dykstra paints himself as like the only guy I can look good next to in my life is Charlie Sheen. <laughs> like the whole article is like him painting like I've saved Charlie Sheen's life. Um I made hold sure on. he was doing an eight ball the right way. Wait, hold up before you uh, I, before you get your take, I'm going to read the first paragraph of the article mm-hmm. cuz it's fucking amazing. And and then then just give me your take on the whole on the whole fucking thing, all right? So mm-hmm. here here here's the very first paragraph of the article. He's a former major leaguer named nicknamed Nails and an ex-con hustler who made and lost millions, but none of that could have prepared Dykstra for his friendship with the wild man actor who he alleges is a dangerous criminal about to be taken down by the feds. Yeah, that's like a Pulitzer hook. <laughs> I mean, how do you not go on from it? Even if you don't know who Charlie Sheen or Lenny Dykstra is, you've got to read that article. Absolutely. This article is written by Gary Baum, by the way. It's very, very well written. Article. Yeah, so I've actually reached out to him on Twitter. He's yet to respond. I don't <laughs> kind of blame him uh, <laughs> about him, uh, you know, coming on the show and talking about this. Yeah, he may want to distance himself from this. I mean, but go ahead. So, what did you what did you think about the whole article? No, it was just like, well, first of all, like I didn't know like Lenny Dykstra did that much stuff. There's there's something in an article in that article I wanted to bring up, and I gotta find the actual paragraph. But it was like Lenny Dykstra was brought up brought up on charges of like battery, assault, (laughs) um, you know, a financial this. 
this and that. There was like a laundry list of stuff, and they're like, and he served three years in prison. And I was like, well, kids, this is this is good to know that you could do all this shit and only get three years of prison for for that. Because right. it, it was like it was like ridiculous the amount of stuff he was doing. I gotta find the um, where in the article it says that. But I mean, the whole article was just like amazing, and like his ego is still like out of control. I mean, what was he talking about doing a? Um, he wanted to do something with Sheen, and he was saying that like something about his life, like a project or their friendship, and he's like, it's gonna be like like in the terms of like as big as OJ made in America, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. I mean, to be like Dexter wasn't even that good as a player, man. And he's like, he's made no yeah. bones about the fact that he used steroids when he got to the Phillies and he had his best years as, as a steroid user. He, um, right. Yeah. He just, uh, did you see the part where he goes, I, there was a reason I led the league in walks in, like, 1993? Because he used to hire PIs to, like, investigate um, the umpires. That's what he said in one of the things. There's a reason I led the league in walks in 93. Oh, I found it. I found it. So this okay. is this is what I, I laughed at. I said, his problems weren't merely financial. Between 2009 and 2011... Dykstra was accused by a former employee of making racist and homophobic remarks, writing a bad check to an escort and sexually assaulting his <laughs> housekeeper. He was he was also charged with indecent exposure, drug possession, grand theft auto, identity theft and filing false financial statements and eventually sentenced to three years so kids what this says is you can do a lot of shit before you get <laughs> how the I fuck got you... off pretty easy right now there's some fucking <laughs> black kid in camden with not a pot to piss in selling crack mm-hmm. and he's gonna do 15 he's gonna get busted mm-hmm. and do 15 years and lenny dykstra Ele- who who Basically, sexually assaulted his housekeeper, stole a car, somebody's identity, and filed false financial Exposed himself. Exposed himself. <laughs> is doing three some... years. It's unbelievable, dude. Oh my I mean... god, dude! I'm still, I'm looking at that same thing, and I'm I'm reading that now. And that's just what a and it's such a like fucking asshole. They're not even like things that really go together. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's not like I don't know. Like it's not like he was caught with like an ounce of like. 10 ounces of weed but he was also distributing it you know what i mean it's like (laughs) it's like dude you you have to go like all out to get to like these different levels the grand theft auto was funny to me and then like identity theft (laughs) (laughs) who fucking identity did he do like oh my god dude so uh, i don't i don't even know what to say about this other than the fact that like it, it does talk about um oh my god so, like, I guess, like, Dykstra, I, I didn't read the whole thing. I read most of it, and it was, I could only take so much of it in in each sitting, so I would have to put it down. I did. I had to read it in, like, two or three sittings. You're right, yeah. But Dykstra, was, man, sounds like, like, listen to this. Dykstra also cooked up a series of licensing deals, including a vaping product called Nicosheen. <laughs> <laughs> and a caffeinated liquor, Sheen Vodka, which were to be hawked on an umbrella web portal 
titled Planet Sheen. <laughs> well, that was the other thing, too. Like, where did he have, like, the right to be, like, his unofficial, like, man? Like, it was just such a weird... If I'm, like, in a position where, like, I'm a celebrity, like, I don't think I'm calling Lenny Dykstra and going, you know what? <laughs> like, what should be my next career move? What's going to land me? What's going to bring me to the next stratosphere? Lenny, right. you tell me. Because you, you got it all going on. <laughs> Lenny, first of all, what kind of fucking derelict do you have to be to go to a website to purchase something? A website called Planet Sheen. <laughs> like, oh, uh, buy my dad something for his birthday. And go to Planet Sheen and get one of these winning t shirts. <laughs> Planet I... Sheen. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was a real planet? <laughs> I think somewhere in Charlie Sheen's mind it is. In Charlie Sheen's basement. There's like a planet sheen. <laughs> hey Charlie, this is a great place to smoke crack. Did you see that line? <laughs> this is the best crack den I've ever seen. Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> Fucking Lenny Dykstra. Yo, so here's the here's the thing that I have with this is that so like we all know Charlie Sheen is a fucking dirtbag, right? right? Like. When he, you know, when it, it, they had that announcement that he had HIV, and they were like, uh, oh, you know, a, a Hollywood actor is going to announce he has HIV, and then, like, it turned out it was Charlie Sheen. I, I feel like everybody, like, when, when when Magic Johnson announced that he had HIV, yeah, that was like, the world deal. was shocked. When everybody, like, uh, when Charlie Sheen announced it, I, I feel like everybody, like, was just like, oh, yeah, I can see that, like. Okay. I was kind of like, didn't he, didn't this happen ten years ago? No, I guess not. <laughs> like, uh, it was like finding out a Roger steroids. It's like, yeah, oh, it was yeah. just that. Oh wow, Charlie Sheen. Oh, yeah. Like, it's fucked up, if man. they came out like with a thing and it said like Charlie Sheen passed a drug test, I would like, you know, that would be more do, like a spit than... take or something. Yeah, but, like. <laughs> Charlie Sheen AIDS. passing drug test is definitely more shocking than Charlie Sheen having HIV, yep. which is which Let me comes a... up in an article too. Because Dykstra, one of the things Dykstra is so Dykstra basically the article is Dykstra's been excommunicated from the inner clique of Charlie Sheen, and now right. he's trying to tell his story. Charlie Sheen is behind the um, death of uh, one of his handlers or something. And that he's uh, the feds are gonna bust him soon because he is been knowingly spreading the uh, HIV virus, which is fucked up. Like if it's true, number one is fucked up. Like, and I I feel for people. uh, So I I actually have a reputation for not being that sympathetic. So I do feel for people. I don't want anybody to get HIV. However, right, I will say this. I, I, you're rolling the dice. Yeah, like I, <laughs> when, I only feel so bad for you if you chose choose to sleep with or chose to sleep with Charlie Sheen. <clears throat> like, you, yeah. you had to think you were rolling the dice, no? Like, right? I, yeah, no. 
it's a valid point, man. Like you said, it's still not right, but it's it's valid, man. You, <laughs> I mean, you you are taking, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't have much to say about <laughs> yeah, that because I agree. I I agree so much with you, <laughs> dude. I um, there was an article, and let me put it this way: it was like two thousand. Because I remember I was still working construction. I think it was two thousand, two thousand one. And uh, Jay Burke construction career. Yeah, that was a short lived, uh, <laughs> short lived career. But um, I remember I had a ma- magazine. I don't remember which one. And it, Charlie Sheen just happened to be in in the article, and it was talking about how he had like a penchant for uh, high class prostitutes, stuff like that. But in the article, now let's let's think about this because it's 2018. Let's just say it was 2001. He mm-hmm. said at that point. He goes, I'm just going to throw this number out there. My friends call me the machine. I've been with at least 5,000 women. And, like, I I tried to, like, figure out his age at the time. And I'm like, it has to be, like, two or three women a day. Like, I think he might have been – how old is Charlie Sheen? He can't be, like – he's not pushing 60 at this point. He's in his nah, 50s, right? I think he's in his 50s, yeah. Like, I mean, he's going to look like – He's starting to look like he's... He looks like Skeletor. But... <laughs> <laughs> he's 52. So, he was 34. He's only 52? He's only 52 years old. Wow. Man. That guy definitely he... has one foot in a fucking casket. Dude, and he, <laughs> like... I think when all, all that shit went down, with the tiger blood and the winning and all that stuff, I think he was, like, the highest paid actor on TV, and he was complaining. He was the highest actor on TV. Like, does anybody yeah. not yeah. think he was fucking <laughs> on cocaine? Like, well, the best is like he got all these roles where it was like, oh, he's acting like Charlie Sheen. It's like, hey, Charlie, you want to do some method acting today? Why don't you come in high, uh, high and stoned and uh, promiscuous? <laughs> oh, sure, I could do that. <laughs> Dykstra also claims that Charlie Sheen's behavior is because he's actually bisexual and he's fucked a lot of dudes too. Which, like, if he so, is, like, you know, whatever, you know. A transvestite thing. But, like, I, that's, again, that's not, not, like, a thing that would shock me about him. Yeah, here's the thing that, so, the problem. Uh, so he's saying, more, what, because he's, like, because he's holding that part of himself back? That yeah, he's, like, like, he's never accepted the fact that he's bisexual and, you know, the, the, Lenny, the Dr. Phil part of Lenny Dykstra says that. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that he should just come forward. He's in Hollywood. It's, you know, they, they embrace that kind of thing. Because fucking Lady Dykstra. Lady Dykstra to have. Dr. Yeah. Phil Dr. Dykstra. Dr. Dykstra. And after he, like, after he tells you what's wrong with you, he just looks at you and goes, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> so it's just, I think, like, like I, Charlie, like, dude. I think he's just so, got like some kind Charlie of Charlie Sheen is a scumbag and a douche, and he's fucking. He's gonna die of AIDS, and he looks like fucking Skeletor now, and he, <laughs> whatever, like whatever he's fucking doing. But he at least owns that shit. Like I, I think I have a more of a agree. problem with Dykstra. I agree, Dykstra's, thousand percent. First of all, he's out here snitching. <laughs> you know, because he's not, he didn't get to fucking go live on planet Sheen. And it just like, yeah. it's, this I'll is the problem. It... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. 
Yeah, I'll tell you what a dirtbag he is. He's sitting there talking about how he's like Charlie Sheen's only real friend, and he's saying, look at this last text I sent him, and he sent me back. And in that text where Sheen and him are having this like heartfelt talk, he's telling Charlie Sheen, don't worry, I've already deleted these texts so nobody will see them. <laughs> and then he showed him the, like that's the end of the, the whole thing and he signals off nails out like, <laughs> nails out what, what kind of a person like just shows that text knowing it says that in there first of all <sighs> like yeah I, I agree though like there's a weird thing with Sheen it's like I don't, I don't know if he could help he's just who he is but like Lenny Dykstra is on a scumbag level that's different. Uh, yeah. We should so invite two, him on the show. <laughs> so two 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 final thoughts on this man. Like two things that really stood out to me. First is that I mean, aside from the fact that everything we talked about, but first <laughs> is that the dude that wrote this Dykstra insists insisted on providing the password to his personal email account to this guy for full disclosure. I would pay money to get that information and just see what the (laughs) fuck kind of emails Lenny Dykstra gets. You know, like, you know he's definitely getting a bunch of porn emails. 100%. Yeah. Well, the average person gets, like, just the spam ones, but he probably clicks on them. Yeah. Yeah, and uses somebody yeah. else's credit card because <laughs> that's the identity theft part of it. Yeah. Oh, man. And then, this is the other thing I got. Now, I want to preface this by saying, and I, I could already picture the face you're going to make, is that, you know, child molestation and stuff like that is no laughing matter. All right? right. So we're not going to joke about it. However... With that said, and and just so everybody knows, I have kids. You have kids, right? So this is what I said about uh, about Corey Feldman talking about he was oh yeah, you know he was raped and all that stuff like in chi- and it it looks like it's turning out that he might have been telling the truth. However, yeah. And he's complaining that nobody listened to him. Nobody listened to him. Nobody listened to him. He was trying to tell us for years. The reason nobody listened to you is because you're Corey Feldman. You <laughs> cannot have everything that you've done and then try to stay relevant by dancing around like you're fucking Michael Jackson exactly. and making shitty songs and think people are going to fucking take you seriously. It's, you can't exactly. do it. And that's the same thing here. All the shit that Charlie Sheen did is probably all true. But fucking Lenny Dykstra is saying it. Nobody, like, nobody's going to take this shit seriously because it's Lenny Dykstra. Lenny Dykstra exactly. is basically dancing around like fucking Michael Jackson at 35 years old and then expecting, like, Corey Feldman <laughs> and then expecting people to, you know, to believe that yeah. Kevin Spacey touched his pee-pee. And it's not happening. <laughs> Well, let me ask you this now: Dykstra, Scott Baio Hall of Fame candidate, or oh, maybe we should preface this, explain this out a little bit. So, if you haven't been listening to the show, then you should be in the Scott Baio Hall of Fame. But if you haven't been listening (laughs) to the show, 
the first uh, Facebook Live show that Jay and I did happened to be when uh, Scott Bayo Nicole Eggert stuff happened. And uh, we were trying to have a serious discussion about the Baseball Hall of Fame. And yes. we just somewhere along the line, we combined the two and we created the Scott Bale Hall of Fame for the ultimate, <laughs> ultimate douchebags. Right. And creepy bastards. And um, I'm going to it's too easy to put Charlie Sheen in the hall in a in a Scott Bale Hall of Fame, because right. I feel like Charlie Sheen has his own Hall of Fame. He has his own planet. He doesn't need to be in anybody's Hall of Fame. He's he got doesn't. Planet Sheen. He yeah, he would. He wouldn't accept the award. He wouldn't show right. up. He wouldn't even, you know. But I feel that there is, there cannot be a Scott Bale Hall of Fame without Lenny Dykstra in it. I think Lenny I mean, Dykstra definitely deserves the yeah. Scott. I think he's the first ballot. He'll never first make the ballot. baseball. Hall. He'll never even get a sniff, or he never got one. I should say. Right. He, he's like, yeah. I'm saying like he might get a hundred percent of the vote. First ballot. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Lenny Dykstra is definitely going to be a nominee for the Scott Bale Hall of Fame. Scott Bale Hall of Fame. Yeah, so. I bet you he'd take the award and fucking talk about it, too, in some magazine. Oh, fuck yeah, he would take the award. Just take it, sell it. He'd fucking grab everybody's credit card out of their pocket <laughs> on the way out. And fucking leave a pool of fucking spit from his tobacco around his oh, table and God. shit. What a vile fucking human being. Yeah. That guy but must he hit, have no family. He hit a couple of big... Uh, didn't he hit two home runs in game three in Boston? In 86. Yeah, in he, 86. I mean, he had a really good World Series in 86. Yeah, he did. So, I guess that helps. I mean, for Mets fans like us. I mean, not for, you know, people that wanted to order something. Normal like human Planet, beings. Planet Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> Planet Sheen. I... I'm disappointed that there's never going to be a Planet Sheen website now. Maybe when he passes on and everybody realizes <laughs> the treasure that Charlie Sheen was. <laughs> what happened the to fucking... Emilio Estevez? He just hit him after like everything went. <laughs> he changed his fucking he, name. He's he seemed Emilio like an upstanding Estevez. person, like you know. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. What was that movie yeah. they were in? They were in a couple of movies together, but there was Men one where they were garbage. Yes. <laughs> and it he was never the same after that. He was never the same. He was Emilio like, Estevez, you're not doing anything. You should come on the show. Come on the show. Oh, yeah, let's set him up. <laughs> he's deaf. He's Just don't listen to the last episode. Anything. Yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> he's hiding. He's waiting for that... Uh, <laughs> Breakfast Club remake, so he could play Reading. the principal or something. <laughs> don't, don't laugh. That'll be on Netflix next year. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know what the crazy yeah. thing about Netflix is that, like, now it's, like, cool to go straight to Netflix where, like, it's basically the same as going straight to DVD or straight to video. I know. I always think that, like, there's, like, big stars going on that stuff. Like, it's become... And I don't know, I wonder if it's like the McConaughey effect, where uh, I know he didn't do Netflix, he did HBO, but uh, when they did True Detective, I think he right. kind of opened up the floodgates, because that, that was the same year he got nominated for Best Actor, and then Law, I think he um, I, I, he won Best Actor for the Oscar, and he would have been the first one to win for TV, I think, and then, hmm. but, uh, and... 
for motion picture, but uh, Brian Cranston beat him. And I don't know, man. Brian Cranston's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's it's, uh, it's the right. I mean, that's a tough one though because McConaughey he awesome. is just like I guess he's just a cash grabber because he's even doing fucking Lincoln commercials and shit and. <laughs> It did like so, which is funny because I think he also didn't he also do like a commercial for some type of liquor too. Basically, like Jim Beam and Lincoln. <laughs> I'm just drinking a few Jim Beams and my Lincoln. That's my McConaughey. I don't know. I didn't practice it. It was good. It was definitely give me good. some time, people. <laughs> it was nah. Planet Sheen worthy. It was. <laughs> yeah, but well, he made like. It's funny because that like kind of like changed him like into like a like a serious actor I think because before that he was just like the guy in every like like a treasure hunter movie with a shirt off you know <laughs> the women are like he's incredible right. and now that's the rock like, <laughs> and now that's rock <laughs> now he's a treasure hunter rock is in every fucking movie imaginable which by the way did you see the commercial I know we were doing a thing during the Super Bowl but did you see the Commercial for his new movie coming out, Skyscraper. No, which one? No, I didn't see that. No. It looks a lot like Die Hard. If you ask me, like, <laughs> it's like fucking. It sounds like Die Hard. It's like the same fucking movie, dude. Just a, just a dumber ready? name. Are you ready for a motion picture event you've never seen before? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they made Die Hard. Into like, first of all, let me ask you this: your opinion, because this is a big thing. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie or an action movie? Uh, I mean, I I always think it's a action movie that takes place during Christmas, but during Christmas, I know it's a big I, thing out. There. But I don't know, like, I kind of like to watch it around Christmas time, so I, you know, I don't know. Right, a better Christmas like, movie than fucking. It Home doesn't Home feel too. right if you watch it in the summer. <laughs> well there is uh if you go on amazon or any of those places you can actually get uh, like a children's book version of die hard and it's called die hard i believe it's die hard like a christmas story really it's it yeah it's kind of amazing i kind of want to buy it mm. but you know I wonder, how, I, I wonder if they're gonna do a children's version of die hard 3 where he has to wear that sign in the middle of harlem <laughs> how do you explain yeah, it that to went the kiddies <laughs> You have to just cut Samuel L. Jackson's part out of it because it's too many f bombs. <laughs> that was that was a little ridiculous. I kind of lost it there. I like the first two, but yeah. Die Hard Three is when I was done with it. I didn't even watch like I don't know the last one with his son or whatever. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch any of that. Uh, I, yeah. I watched the first two. That was it. I actually never even saw the third one because whatever, man. No. I, well, hold on. Star- it was full. To, to just end this debate, it's called A Die Hard Christmas, the Illustrated Holiday Classic. Hmm. Can you see that shit? Oh, yeah. Wow, that's... Somebody def... Some author definitely ran out of fucking ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking... I'm gonna remake <laughs> Debbie Does Dallas for a fucking children's book. <laughs> Hey kids! It's got a great plot. She finds love. She finds a lot of love. 
<laughs> she <laughs> finds a penis in a haystack. <laughs> oh shit, man. Oh my god, that's that's uh well that's sums up Charlie Sheen's life too. I yeah, guess. so according to L.A. Dykstra, it all comes full circle, man. Speaking of guys, f- speaking of guys fucking each other, did you uh? <laughs> How's that for a segue? Is <laughs> 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 fabricated? I'll be able to. Whoa, whoa, you were breaking up there for a minute, buddy. Yeah, I thought I lost you for a second. I'm sorry, uh, I cut you off. You were segueing into something. I said, uh, yeah, speaking of guys fucking each other. <laughs> uh, did you read. Definitely um... should have done this live. <laughs> did you. Did you. You, uh, I don't. I didn't even talk to you about this, and I meant to. Um, so I, I'm hitting you, uh, blindsiding you with this one. But did you did you hear about that Quincy mm-hmm. Jones uh, interview in Vulture? No, I did. Oh, you gotta fucking check it out, dude. So what? What happened? Tell me about. Um, looking up right now. Yeah, uh, Vulture.com, Quincy Jones. It's uh, it's it's amazing, man. The guy's eighty five years old. He doesn't give a fuck. He just <clears throat> he talks about everything. Like he goes right into like talking about Michael Jackson. He talks about like he knows who killed oh. Kennedy. This is the Richard Pryor thing. Yeah, and then he I talks did read about, about that. All right, Richard, take that back. Richard Pryor having sex with Marlon Brando. That's a weird. You know what? I I thought about talking about that, and then I totally forgot about it. That's a really weird combo. Yeah. The two of them. Because Brando's was pretty, probably fat and old at that point, too. It's not like it's young Brando from, like, what's that streetcar named Desire? Yeah. Or whatever. You're talking about, like, uh, you know, Superman era Brando. (laughs) He said that he he had sex with Marvin Gaye. I mean, all those guys were fucking drug addicts. Too. Like that's the thing. Like they were all fucking really bad drug addicts, I, except for Brando. I don't know if Brando was or not, but just... well, his his wife or whoever kind of, I think she said that he did. Like she kind of, yeah, she said that definitely, Bruno. yeah, that that had happened, and he was he was kind of open about it. I think before anybody else that he was bisexual. That's uh... Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't remember that. Personally, like him talking about. Yeah, no. Again, I probably wasn't allowed to watch Richard Pryor when I was. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. That, That kind of blew my mind. I mean. There, it was a, it was really, man. People get old and they just fucking say whatever. Like he, he, he I don't know what was more shocking—the fact that he knew that Richard Pryor had sex with Marlon Brando, or that um, he knows who killed Kennedy. 
Yeah, I wish he would just tell us both. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, whatever, man. There you go. There you go. I thought I lost you uh, there. For I lost minute. you for a second. We're having a little connection issue here, but that's all right. That's all right. We're good now. Stupid World Wide Web. <laughs> the interweb. <laughs> the interweb. Yeah, man. It, it's... Uh, for anybody that has it, it's not as, like, uh, entertaining where you can laugh. At. I mean, it, it is very entertaining. It's interesting. The Vulture.com interview with Quincy Jones. Uh, for the record, I know I said that he said um, he knows who killed Kennedy. Uh, he says it was Chicago mobster Sam Giancana. Uh, there's a connection between... Sinatra and the Mafia and Kennedy, and he goes into it and stuff. It is a theory that's been spread uh, around before, but that's who he says uh, did it. So, pretty interesting, though. Check it out. Uh, I, I mean, guess or you, you get don't to have a certain to. age, though. Yeah, yeah don't I mean, check it out. Yeah, or don't. I mean, I pretty much age. told you the two, you know, most interesting things about it. I mean,. Are you gonna be? Are you gonna be? <laughs> Just look up those any, two things. Yeah, I mean, he talks about Michael Jackson too, but you know, whatever. I mean, are you see anything interesting that Microsoft uh, guy? Who? What? No, I was just looking at the uh, article. It's like uh, the Microsoft guy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but after that, like after what we just talked about, you're right. It's like, who cares? Yeah. Talks about Michael Jackson's plastic surgery, but, I mean, that's right up there with Charlie Sheen having AIDS. Who doesn't know about that? (laughs) (laughs) Still a shocker. uh, Yeah. Anything anything, uh, particularly interests you this week? You know what, man? Like, it's funny because, like, my my whole feed for Google is, like, all about superhero stuff mostly because you know me and me and logan go see all the movies and shit but it's like right, right, right. i realized it's like that's like all the movies are now like everything coming out there's like how much shit is coming out this year that's just like superhero stuff it's yeah like, all the uh all the good movies all the good movies are super it's either movies now are either like superhero movies or remakes yeah well you know, it's not. Uh, I mean, when we were younger, sometimes I miss it like that. Just going to like a ninety-minute comic and, and whatever. Now, now yeah. everything's an event movie. Yeah, and, right. There's uh, no more like Paul Blart and Mall Cops anymore. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, what was on yesterday. Uh, what was it? Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And it's it's so stupid but it it makes me laugh like crazy i was trying to get logan to watch it he's like oh yeah i I could try it out and he's like got his headphones on and he's like (laughs) i'm like okay because like i understand thor's not in it but you know you give it a shot man there's no thor in it there's no matthew mcconaughey in it but (laughs) (laughs) hey 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 Matthew all McConaughey right, playing right. Bill Cosby. All right, all right, all right. Hey, hey, yeah, hey Bill, kids. Bill, Bill Cosby. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey takes on his toughest role as Bill Cosby. <laughs> Wearing a oh. fat, fat 
suit. <laughs> frizzle, frazzle, frazzle, frazzle. It would actually be awesome if they just like totally whitewash him. <laughs> Bill Cosby is a white guy. <laughs> Blonde. Oh my god! Why Bill Cosby with blonde hair, like they did to that Nefertiti statue? Did you see that? Right. Yeah. Did you see that? That fucking thing was whiter than me, man. I that that fucking thing looked like Cher dressed up as Nefertiti. Share dressed up as Nefer Share and Nefertiti. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ, man. What the fuck? Oh my you God. think like I you, don't think, know. you would think like somebody who created that would be like, yo, we can't we can't fucking do this, dude. We uh, can't put this fucking thing out. Yeah, you would think so, but uh but there it is, man. It's all there. <laughs> I tell ya. Share no, but like I, is Nefertiti. <laughs> no, but I realize like I'm, I'm like like I'm gonna go see everything, but I'm so sick of like event movies, man. Like I just wanna I wanna go to the movies and just like watch a regular film that I don't have to buy like a ticket, you know, two weeks in advance for, and spend like five hundred dollars at the movie theater because for some reason that's how much it costs to see a movie. I know it's crazy, and not only that, but like you said, it's. Uh, I feel like they they the movies are in the theater sh- a shorter amount of time, so they force you to go there. Like you can't wait for there not to be a crowd because by the time you wait, they're gone. Yeah, no, it's yeah. totally true. It's so, totally true. So you got to sit in a fucking packed theater, and it's. Uh, I don't know. I I mean, some of the big ones I still go to, I guess, because uh, you know, I take my you know I take no, my I little still... guy Lewis, but yeah, no, I still go. Like even like you know, like I, I definitely go see like a lot of the stuff, especially like I'll see like Avengers. Obviously, I'll see Star anything Star Wars. Right. Uh, although I think Star Wars is gonna have some issues because I don't know how Solo is gonna do, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, it doesn't I, look as bad as they made it sound, but I think it might be too much, man. You know, oversaturating the market. Yeah, I think I think they wanted to do one like every year with these like spin-off movies, but it's um, but like they just came out with the Last Jedi like four months ago, and now they're gonna come out with like Solo, like right between Black Panther and. Infinity Wars and stuff, and it's. Right. I, I just think it's too much. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna kill what's special about it. Just yeah, like, just I like it killed that. Dykstra, Sheen's relationship. <laughs> Whatever was special about it is gone. I know. It's I know. gone now. Some things, some things you can't get back either. Exactly. It's sad. It's so. On that note, I guess. That's just. Uh... Are you? Are they gonna make a Notebook type movie about Charlie Sheen and Lenny Dykstra <laughs> reuniting someday? Could you yeah. see that? Yeah, 
I can see that with like a transvestite in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you read that article, that just seems like where it's going. In a crack den. (laughs) That's... Oh my god, dude. That's fucking... Yo, could you imagine that? Yo, somebody's gotta start... Yeah, that's... We just gave somebody out there, if you're listening, we just gave you a fucking... License to print money. That's what that is. <laughs> That's right. A license yep. to print money. Nails. A love story. <laughs> Nailed. Nailed. <laughs> oh, fucking Christ, man. That is something else. You can't no, make man. this shit up, man. You cannot make this shit up. No, man. It's just what happens. It's just what it uh, is, man. That's it. So next week, we're going to wrap this up. But next week, uh, maybe we'll go back on Facebook Live. We'll see. We'll see what uh, yeah. we uh, a couple Got some things interesting coming guests. down. The, yeah, uh, a couple things coming down the pike. I'm going to have a new episode. I, there, there are two more pre-recorded episodes uh, that were prior to to Jay joining. Uh, I may. They may both come out this week. It depends what we have down the pike. But uh, this week, actress uh, Jennifer Lane Park is going to be the uh, our guest. She was an actress. Um, she played a. Uh, she's a working actress, but she she had a, a small recurring role on the on the Sopranos. She talks about working with uh, James Gandolfini and Frank Vincent and, and things like that. Uh, pretty uh, pretty fun, interesting conversation. Um, and maybe some big things. We may be moving into a, a nice uh, new legit stu- uh, studio. Maybe I don't know if I should. Someone. I don't know if I should say that because I, I actually, as I was saying that, I remembered. I don't know if you if you spoke to <laughs> who you have to speak to about that. That the powers that be. After <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. If you, you I don't know. know. I'm in, I'm enjoying stealing my kids' headset so, to do this shit. So. <laughs> We're not on Facebook Live this week, but Jay Burke uh, has a has his son's uh, gaming headset on, and he looks like he's uh, about to get. Uh, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to talk some shit to some 14 year old kids <laughs> in Fortnite who can beat my ass in any game. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's it. That is it. So maybe next week we'll be back on Facebook Live. I don't know, but uh, you guys can check it out. Um, check out uh, LucaPettisShow dot com. You can check out uh, check us out on Twitter at uh, Lou underscore Capetta or at Lou Capetta Show or at J Jibber Jabber. Right, that's your Twitter handle. That's it. That's it. Uh, check out the Facebook page. You can listen to the podcast on Google Play, iTunes, um, Spreaker.com, and Stitcher, mm-hmm. and maybe more places very soon. And uh, what else? You, you got any, any? I was going to say, just with? make sure to to follow us on uh, Spreaker because uh, you know we're trying oh, to uh, get a yes. hundred followers. That's right. That's right. Thank you, Jay. Very. Uh, there's actually. A, yeah. I made a video about this earlier. You think I would remember? But there is a. Uh, we're trying to get the show on Spotify, which looks like it may happen, and iHeartRadio, which is a little tougher. 
So if you uh, check it out um, on YouTube, there's a video how to do it. But if you if you uh, can log into Spreaker.com, create a profile. It's very easy. You can sign up via Facebook or via Twitter. It's free. And then search for Lou Capetta and follow. We get 100 followers. We have a very, very, very good shot of getting the show on iHeartRadio, and that's very big. So yep. uh, thank you, Jay, for reminding me about that. See, that's why we are the, I'm here. Len- we are the Lenny Dykstra and Charlie Sheen of podcasting. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so uh, big stuff, man. Lenny Dykstra, possible uh, entrant into the Scott Bale Hall of Fame. And, we'll discuss. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna, I'm gonna have to do do some research, but I, I think you got a good one there. I think and, he's got uh, the stats. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers are there. The numbers are. The there. numbers are there. I don't think he's a compiler either. I think he's just like a straight. Right. I think he's surefire Hall of Famer. Scott Bale so, Hall of Famer. So everyone, again, thank you for checking us out. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next week. Maybe next week back on Facebook Live, we got to discuss. But uh, every week, check us out. We're going to have a couple, uh, at least one episode, new episode this week. You can still listen to the old episode with uh, uh, special guest Ashley Clark, uh, award-winning bartender from Bar Rescue. And we will check you out next week. Jay, say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> peace, everybody. Thank you. Welcome to Total Wine and More. It's much more than a wine store. It's the eighth wonder of the world. When people talk about Total Wine and More, they get a little carried away. We're just a big, friendly place run by people with a passion for wine and beer. 8,000 different wines, 2,500 different beers. Maybe we are the eighth wonder of the world. Come explore at our 12 Northern Virginia locations. Now open in Reston at Plaza America Center, across from Whole Foods. Shop online at TotalWine.com.